Before we get into the episode, I would like to make a quick statement and disclaimer. I'm aware that my intro has not been in the last uh, couple of episodes. I have decided I don't really like it as much as I thought that I did. Um, I'm going to hopefully make a new one, but it's just not me. It's just not fun. I just, I mean, it, it is fun, but it's, it's a little extra. It's a little much. I just, I just don't love, I just don't love it. Okay. So I'm going to probably film another one. This is not the new intro. This is just a disclaimer as to why my intro has not been in some of the podcast and why it's in some and not others. But I listened to it today because I was going to put it in this one and then I was like, mm, it's too extra. So I just took it right out. So yeah, that's why there's no intro. Um, without further ado, I'm done with this disclaimer, but I hope that you enjoy the podcast. So I'm going to let you get into the episode right now. Guys, welcome to the Get Your Go On podcast. Welcome back to everyone who has listened before. And if you are a first time listener, welcome. I cry a lot. I laugh. I crack jokes sometimes. I mostly cry. Uh- <laughs> No, I do. I do cry a lot, though. I'm not gonna, um, put a, I'm not gonna, uh, beat around the bush on that one. Um, but, um, again, welcome if you are a first-timer. I hope that you enjoy and that you stick around. Um, guys, today, I am gonna be honest, I have recorded this, um, once, and it got deleted. Um, I didn't fully mean to. Um, I was going to post it, and I clicked the red button instead of the other po- the other button, the green one. And so, uh, yes, it got deleted. But I believe that what is to be said is going to be said. I wasn't fully confident in that first go. Uh, but now I know what to say, what to avoid saying, what can be um, withdrawn and uh, so uh hi i'm i'm human and i make mistakes and which is kind of fitting for what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about the healing god and not just necessarily physically but sometimes emo- more so emotionally um i know for me i take on a lot more emotional pain than i do physical pain um i cry a lot I overthink a lot and that's something that the Lord is working on me with um not the crying part I think that crying is perfectly fine if you are a crier I love to cry I think that it just I'm like why hold it in it hurts to hold it in and I'm not gonna hold it in if I don't have to hold it in so I'm gonna cry and um so um but yeah the the Lord has just been um has just been dealing with me about, um, I've been praying a lot and I have just been in a place where I'm like, Lord, I feel stuck. You know, um, I, I sometimes read my word. I sometimes, you know, and I just get in the slump and I'm like, Lord, I feel like there's more. What do you want me to do? What, what is it, Lord? And I just, you know, I've been praying a lot about like my passion and what I'm passionate about. And Lord, show me what I can do. Show me in what area I can help for the kingdom. Show me, Lord. Show me, Lord. Show me, Lord. And I was praying the other night and I was, um, I began to, to pray for the Lord to just, um, show me, um, you know, 
an area or something, Lord, just show me, show me, speak to me. And the Lord, I felt, give me um, this sentence, and it's, you can't be sent until you've been healed. And that was a word for me, um, but I feel like it could be a word for um, one, one of you guys, if not everyone. I feel like everyone um, hurts and struggles with a pain or struggles with something. And so I began to, I began to just cry and I was like, Lord, you know, show me the areas where I've been hurt that I've not healed from. And so he did. (laughs) And, um, uh, some of them, and I'm still seeking out the rest of them. Um, but, um, I began to think and dig into that. Um, you can't be sent until you've been healed. And I began to think about the people in the Bible who had to be healed before they were sent. And um, there are um, a couple that I wrote down. And I'm not going to go to every passage of Scripture where these stories are because if I spent that much time reading all the passages of Scripture for all of these people... Um, we would be here for six hours, and I don't think anyone will listen to me for six hours. So, um, this is just a couple of people. Um, let me let me say this first. Um, when I thought about you can't be sent until you've been healed. I did list the people who I'm going to mention, but today, as I was pondering on that, I began to think of like an analogy of what it would, what it looks like, what I'm trying to say. Um, if you, if you were to have a cut, if you were to have an open wound that is bleeding profusely, um, like a deep stab wound or like a deep surgical wound, if you were to walk around with a deep cut, you're going to bleed on everything. You are going to leave a trail of blood. You are going to bleed on everyone you touch, everything you touch, and you are going to bleed on people who did not cut you. That's something that... (sighs) You know, for some of us, you know, I also think about, I also think about when you, like, ladies, and and maybe men, I don't know, um, men who shave your face, maybe you have similar experiences, experiences, um, but when I have been shaving my legs before, and I have cut myself and not realized it. And then I look down and there's blood all over the place. And I'm like, what happened? You know, I didn't even feel it. And sometimes we have we have a cut that we don't realize is there. We didn't feel it. But there's blood. We have a wound that we don't realize is there, but there's blood. There's a cut somewhere. But we didn't feel it. You know? And, like, the other day, I have, I don't bruise easily. 
And I looked at my arm the other day and I have a huge bruise and I have no idea where it came from. And so I began to think and I was like, where did that come from? Where could it possibly come from? When did I ever hit myself? When did I ever, like, what did I run into? Well, the other day I went to plug my charger up uh, or my phone up on the charger well, as I was walking out of the room, I hit the doorknob in the same place where the bruise was. And it was like, aha, uh-huh. that's where it came from. I whacked the doorknob. Got it. Okay. Thank you for, thank you for that. Great. But now I know where it came from. So sometimes we see the cut, we see the, the bruise, but we don't know where it comes from. So, we have to ask the Lord when we see those cuts, when we see the evidence of an injury, the bruise, the blood, and say, Lord, show me, search me, because I want to be healed from these things. I don't want to bleed all over the place. And so, you you can think about it. In that sense, and also, you know, just if you're dirty, when you touch stuff and you're dirty, you're getting everything else dirty, you know. So if you try to go on the path that the Lord has you on, but you still have open, gaping wounds, you're bleeding all over the place and you are leaving just a trail of blood on the path that the Lord's paved for you. And I know that I don't want to dirty up the path that the Lord has paved for me with pain of my past. So we have to ask the Lord, Lord, heal me so that I can go forward and not bleed on everyone who you're going to place in my path. And so I thought about a couple of people in the Bible who were, who had to be healed in order to be sent The first one that I wrote down was the woman at the well. She came to the well. And I know that I use her a lot. And I know that I use the woman caught in adultery. And I know that I use the woman with the issue of blood a lot. But they're people who I relate to a lot. And so the woman at the well, she went to the well broken, hurt. And how do we know this? Because it says that she went in the heat of the day. When other women would go to get their water, they would go in the cool of the morning because they would have to tote these big old jugs of water on their shoulders back to the back to the city. And it was hot. So it says that she went in the heat of the day. Why? Because she carried so much shame because of what she was known for. And so she went to the well broken, shameful. Bleeding out, hurting, only to meet her Savior there and to have an encounter for him to say, go. And her say, I'm going to tell everybody, I'm going to tell everybody that I have just met a man who has told me everything that I have ever done. And she became the first woman evangelist. And she ran, told the world all about what she had just encountered. But it took her being healed to get sent. And the next one is the woman caught in adultery. 
she was dragged in her shame, in her guilt, in her mess, in her blood, all the way to the feet of the king. For them to say, what do you want to do with her? What do you want to do with her? For him to say, he who is without sin, may he cast the first stone. Knowing he was the only one who had no sin. But he spared her. He showed her grace. And then he sent her on her way. But he could not send her until she was healed. Then we look at the woman with the issue of blood. She literally had a trail of blood behind her. She was hurting. She was seen as unclean. She was bleeding out. She was broken. She was hurt. And she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. So she crawled her way through the mud, the, the mud through the dirt to touch the hem of his garment to receive her healing. And then she was sent, but she could not be sent until she was healed. Then we look at the leopard who Jesus cleansed. He said, Lord, if you're willing. And Jesus placed his hands on him. And he said that he was willing. And then he told him to go to the priest and show him that he was healed. But he could not be sent until he was healed. Then we look at the blind man. Who Jesus spit in the clay and made a, or spit in the dirt and made a clay and put it over his eyes. And Jesus said, go. This is an interesting situation because the Lord said, go and wash before he was healed. Sometimes the Lord tells us to go in our process so that we can walk to our healing fully Sometimes our vision is still blurry. Sometimes it's still a little dirty, but we heard the call of the Lord to go. So he went. And then he was cleaned and he was healed. And then the Lord sent him the second time. But this time it wasn't to his healing. But it was because of his healing. But he could not be sent until he was healed. And then we look at the lame man. He physically could not be sent until he was healed. He could not walk. He could not run. He could not crawl. All he could do was sit. But thank God for friends, huh? Good friends. Not friends who will put you down. Not friends who were like, well, that's just Johnny. He's just, he's just don't have no, he just, he just can't use his legs. That's just him. That's just how he is. They said, nah, no. This man, we've seen what this, we've seen and heard what this man can do. And if he can do it for them, he can do it for Johnny. So let's go get Johnny and let's drop Johnny through the roof so that the Lord can have an encounter with Johnny. Thank God for godly friends who help us. Mm. Friends who aren't afraid to get down in your dirt. To get you to the king. Oof. Friends who aren't afraid to pick you up. To get you where you need to be. 
he was dropped through a roof. And Jesus said, rise and take up your mat and walk. But he could not be sent until he was healed. But what happens when you have a gaping wound and you get stitches? What's it leave behind? It leaves behind a scar. And you know what happens when you break your leg? And you have to have surgery. Sometimes you're permanently left with a limp. Sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes you're permanently left with a limp. And there's two people in the Bible in particular who on this next portion of this podcast that I want to talk about. And that's Jacob, who is known as Israel now and the most perfect human to ever walk the earth Jesus Jacob wrestled with the Lord the Lord touched his hip and Jacob was left with a limp Jacob didn't wrestle with the enemy Jacob's limp was a reminder Of what the Lord did. Not what the enemy did. And Jesus. (laughs) You know we look at our scars. The wrong way. We see them as ugly. We see them as something that the enemy has put us through. But in reality it's not something that the enemy put us through. But something that the Lord got us through. I need to, some of y'all need to hear that again. Our scars are not a symbol of what the enemy put us through, but what the Lord got us through. They're not a trophy for the enemy, but they're a visual reminder of the Lord's faithfulness. The enemy may have cut you. The enemy may have wounded you, but the king of kings sewed you together. Hmm. The enemy cut you for you to bleed out and die. But the king of kings said, I'm sewing that back together. And yes, there may be a scar, but that scar will tell a story. Some of us are viewing our scars the wrong way. They're not symbols or trophies of the enemy's victory, but of the Lord's victory, of the Lord's faithfulness. Because Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave. The enemy tried to take you out. The enemy tried to kill you. But he must have forgotten who has defeated death, hell, and the grave. The Lord took what the enemy meant for evil and turned it for good. He took that gash, that gaping wound that the enemy was trying to get you to bleed out and die from. And turned it into a scar. Jesus had scars. The most perfect human to ever walk the earth had a scar. Had scars. 
they didn't make him any less perfect. But think about Thomas. Without scars, would Thomas have believed? He touched the Savior's scars and knew. The Lord's scars were not a trophy of the enemy's winning, but a visual representation of how good that he is. And that there is nothing that he can't do. No grave can hold him down. No cross can keep him up, keep him hung up. Nothing, there is nothing that can mess with Jesus. It may leave scars behind, but those scars told a story and those scars saved lives. So, what I want you to think about is when you're praying, pray that the Lord reveal to you the areas that you're still bleeding from, that are still wounds, because he may reveal to you the ones that you didn't even know were there. The ones that were so small, so subtle, that happened so fast that you didn't even know they happened. But if alcohol were to get poured on it, it would burn. You think about when you put hand sanitizer on your hands and there's a cut that you don't know is there, but you put hand sanitizer on your hands, it burns. Because there's a cut there that you didn't know was there. So, if you have a wound and somebody comes in and is like bashing you in that area that you're struggling in, it's going to hurt. It's going to burn. But when you allow the Lord to close up that wound, to close up that cut, the attacks aren't going to burn aren't going to sting anymore because the Lord has closed it up, has sealed it, and now it is a scar and a reminder of his goodness, his faithfulness, and what he has gotten you out of. But if you're walking around bleeding, you're going you're gonna to hurt relationships. You're going to hurt job opportunities. You're going you're gonna to bleed on a lot of people. You're going to wreck your family. And not only... Are you going to wreck your family, but you're going to wreck your children. It's going to be a generational curse if you don't allow the Lord to sew up that area that you are bleeding out of. So, ask the Lord to search you and show you the areas in which you're struggling in the areas which you're bleeding out of in the ask the Lord to show you the wounds that you didn't realize were still opened. You thought they were closed up. You thought they were good. You thought that they healed well enough to where they were closed up. 
But in reality, you needed stitches. It was too deep. It was too big. For it to just heal on its own. You needed a source. You needed a doctor. You needed the one who created you. To put you back together. You picked up all my pieces. And put me back together. So ask the Lord to search you. To show you. The areas that you're struggling. To show you. Where you're hurting. Where you're bleeding. And where you need to be healed. Because you can't be sent. Until you've been healed. And don't view your scars. As a trophy of what the enemy has put you through. But see them as what the Lord has brought you out of. Because those scars are going to tell a story. And that story is your testimony. What the Lord has got you out of. What he has healed you from. What he has got you through. What he has protected you from and shielded you from. Even Jesus had scars, and they were a sign of his victory and not the winning of the enemy. So I love you guys. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast, and I hope that it blesses you, and I hope that it helps you throughout your week. And just, again, continue to ask the Lord to search you. I'm going to. I'm sure that there are still areas where I'm bleeding out. I am not perfect by any means. I'm str- I struggle in areas that I don't realize that I struggle in. But when you feel those tugs and when you feel something upsetting you, don't just set it aside and be like, well, that just it's just something that bugs me. Say, Lord, why does this bug me? Why did that hurt when that alcohol got poured on that area? Why did that hurt me? Why is that upsetting me? He'll show it to you. He will show it to you. So I love you guys. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.